Shut up and dance. You ever just wish someone would tell the truth about what it takes to be successful instead of make 100K in 90 days? Shut Up and Dance shows you what it really takes. It takes apart the myth and delivers the truth about how these women entrepreneurs rose to success. I'm your host, Amy Wood. Now get ready to shut up and date. Hi, everybody. I am here with Julie DeLuca Collins, who owns Go Confidently Services. And we are here today to talk a little bit about habits. And hi, Julie. Um, can you introduce yourself a little bit and let Absolutely. us know how you got started in this line of work? Absolutely. Amy, thank you so much for having me and hello to your listeners. I've been looking forward to being here and being a part of your show. I am Julie DeLuca Collins, like you said, and I am an author, speaker, and also a Tiny Habits certified coach. I help women entrepreneurs make consistent income. One of the biggest challenges that I see with individuals running a business is whether you're starting out or you've been doing this for a while is you're going to have some incredible great months where income comes in and some months where you're not even sure how you're going to pay your bills. And one of the things that I realized that the consistent action is what gets you traction. So I help individuals create the systems and the habits that will help them be successful and make the type of income they want for their business and their life, and then they can live the life that they've imagined. My company is Go Confidently Services. And I started coaching back in 2017. And I was doing it while I was still working in corporate America. At the time, I worked for a national educational company, and I was part of the C-suite. I was one of the senior executives. I um, oversaw all of the building of businesses, the new line of businesses, the marketing, and also um, the staffing and running of the programs that we did. Um, so I have experience in building businesses and marketing. And I knew that I wanted to coach women and really my initial focus was to help women who were in, in corporate America and wanted to maybe get that promotion and exit that uh, middle management get and, mm. and get uh, noticed and be confident doing so. And as I started to, when I launched my business full time in 2020, um, I realized that you know, no one gives you a roadmap when you are an entrepreneur online. You kind of yes. have to figure it out. You end up going to Google University where <laughs> hopefully, you know, you can kind of get some things, but it's still a lot of second guessing of yourself. There's a lot of not being sure of how to do certain things. So I've created a very easy to implement system so that people stop throwing spaghetti at the wall and that they can um, really know every day, okay, this is what I need to get done. This is how I get clients. This is how I service my clients. This is how I grow my business. So it's, it's a framework that um, I call the Confident You Framework, and it really helps individuals uh, continue to create that consistent income. And I, I love doing what I do. I either 
um, work with individuals on a one-to-one, or they can come and be part of my group or my mastermind. If, if you are an entrepreneur that's already successful, then we provide that mastermind where we work together to grow our businesses together. Um, you know, I also have a podcast and my podcast is called Casa de Confidence. And I talk about how to go confidently in the direction of your dreams. And I'm hoping to continue to motivate and educate people in topics that matter. Yes. Oh my gosh. Your services are so needed. I love how you say, you know, everybody goes to Google university at first <laughs> yes. and it's like, okay, so what's the secret behind all of this? And really, and I teach similar stuff in my sales program mm-hmm. about it's just actionable steps that you have to consistently keep doing in right. order to get that, those measurements and everything just kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say the number one habit is that most entrepreneurs end up having when they come to you that you kind of have to help them smooth out or get rid of to develop yeah. new maybe reprogram so many yeah, yeah kind of reprogram i think um and this goes for many entrepreneurs is the habit of attention deficit of oh shiny uh-huh. We, um, you know, we start our day and we, we have this list of things that we want to do. We know, okay, I need to get this and I need to do that. And I need to, um, and that prioritization number one is, is difficult. Many entrepreneurs yeah. end up spending time doing tasks that don't move them forward toward their goals. Yes. That's number one. Number two we also spend time really evaluating your priorities and evaluating, you know, for instance, many entrepreneurs says, oh, I want to make money in my business, but they don't know how much money they need to make to cover their bills and maybe have the lifestyle that they want. So we really go through and evaluate that. We also analyze their productivity because again, I love being able to um, work less and do more in that time. Yeah. And I think many entrepreneurs get stuck in that. They, they end up um, wanting to do it all, but they're doing the things that are not moving them forward. I have a client, for instance, that her biggest habit is that she would say yes to everything. And <laughs> she would say yes to all oh, you want, learner. you know, <laughs> go and, you know, someone will say, come be in my podcast. Someone would say, Hey, do you want to do a summit or do you want to come networking? But, and then she started to, you know, she would promote everybody else's stuff, which is great. And I love the go get spirit. However, she wasn't doing stuff that was actually helping her. Um, increase her clients, her visibility. And speaking is a great way to definitely get noticed, but it's not necessarily um, something that, what do you do after you you are in a podcast? What do you do after you um, get leads, right? And she didn't have right. the infrastructure. So we had to do a lot of um, overseeing all of these things to make sure that um, she she learned how to run her days like the CEO of her business. That's yes. the biggest habit that people need to break is acting maybe like the admin person in your business and doing the busy work as opposed to doing the tasks that only you as a CEO can do. 
Right. Yeah. So many people are afraid of hiring out and giving up that control. And I got to tell you, it was, it took me two years to finally hire a VA in my business. Oh my gosh, the difference in what you're able to do instead of trying to figure out how to create a Canva piece or Mm -hmm. your website or lead gen or any of that. That's one of the hardest things. It is. And she kept saying, you know, she was very gentle with me. She was wonderful. She's like, okay, hand this piece over to me so I can show you what I can do. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, cool. absolutely. You know, one of the biggest things when I, when I went on um, to launch my business full time, I knew that staffing was going to be one of the first things that I did. Um, I had a mentor who would say, who said to me, and, and this is early in my career, and I still use this phrase, do what you do best, delegate the rest. Yeah. And the yeah. reality is that, can I make something on Canva? Sure, absolutely. But is that really where my time is well spent, right? Right. Um, yeah. I can be on a podcast with you for the this next uh, hour or 45 minutes, however long. And guess what? This is allowing me to... Uh, put my message out there, be seen, be known by other people, get to know you as well, create a relationship, a collaboration with you. That's only a task that a CEO can do. If I am surfing the internet, if I don't have a structure for my day, don't know when things are going to get done. And by the way, there's stuff that, you know, sometimes our admin stuff that only I can do too, but Mm -hmm. I schedule it. I put it on my calendar and, and really running my calendar is one of the gifts that I have is that, um, I, my calendar works for me. I don't work for it. So I know specifically Tuesdays for me are recording days. The majority of the day today will be spent recording either for people's shows or for mine. Wednesday, Thursdays are my client days. Those are the days in which I am speaking and working with clients. Fridays is the day that I do the financials for my business. I do some Mm -hmm. blog writing and maybe some marketing. Mondays, I do a lot of networking. So there's different themes and that helps me run my business in a more structured way. And by the way, I used to think, because I know that there's someone who was like me, who is probably sitting is like, oh my God, that sounds really structured. Uh, I, I like to be spontaneous and, and I do too. But the reality is that having a structure has given me more freedom and the ability yeah. to be spontaneous. It helps you work less hours because if you're sitting there scrolling for two to three hours, yeah, what are you really accomplishing? You're not accomplishing anything. When there could be somebody else, you know, submitting your posts and giving you the clients that you need to contact that have real interest. Absolutely. Absolutely. And And that really is one of the things that people, I'm hoping that people can really uh, walk away that they know, you know, just with the right tools, um, Mm. you can actually work less. Um, you know, I was reviewing my calendar. This is that time of year where you look at your calendar. I typically work mostly Fridays. I start late and end by two o'clock. I only work a couple of hours. I have mostly a three-day weekend. I don't work late except Wednesdays because I have clients that are abroad. And I've taken, I would say, I I would say in a month, I typically take about 
Um, and not including weekends. I take about a week off and I, yeah. I have the flexibility to travel. My mom got sick at one point at the beginning of the year. I was able to be there for her. And right. that's the flexibility of being a business owner. But you have to have the 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 infrastructure behind the house to help you. Right. And it's so important to teach. And I have found that not a lot of coaches teach it. They just teach you know, the different pieces of getting yourself known and kind of leave you hanging unless you're moving up that ladder with them. Absolutely. Um, And I have found too, because I mean, as we all know, when we first start off, you know, with all those bad habits, it leads to failure a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And I had eight failed launches, you know, in the beginning, but yet I'm a sales coach now. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Amy, I'm so glad you say that. You know, a lot of times people don't mm -hmm. talk about their failures. We only see how great something went for somebody. And then what we end up happening is we compare and we despair. And that happens Mm -hmm. a lot for entrepreneurs. They start their day and they go on Instagram or they hear somebody say, oh my God, I got my program sold out. And then they're like, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm not able. And then they they end up feeling bad and they go down the spiral of despair. So really staying focused on what you need to accomplish and not comparing is another habit that people, uh, I help individuals build. What are your, what are your feelings about a fail plan? Cause that's something that helped me. I was able to each time that I failed, see what I was not doing mm. and being able to move it forward. So really I don't look as failure as fail. It's a learning yeah. process. Thank because you for saying I, that. Once I learned it was a totally, di- you know, each failure got better. It wasn't so <laughs> devastating but I yeah. just didn't meet those projections. So when you have yeah. a fail plan, kind of like a crisis plan for corporate, mm-hmm. um, you're able to navigate that a little bit better. But what do you see the habits after somebody fails that they often yeah. get into? So good. So good. Oh my <laughs> God. Okay. Move them forward. So <laughs> failure is the first action in learning. That's the acronym, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Every time you fail, you're going to say to yourself, this was my first action in learning. I learned how not to do it, right? And the first thing, you know, for instance, I had a launch at the beginning of the year. Um, There was a program that I was launching and I didn't really get a lot of people. And I went, I went back. It wasn't a failure. It was, okay, why didn't, didn't people why did I not talk about it enough? Did it, did it not offer what people needed? And I think that for many entrepreneurs, we don't talk to our ideal client enough. Mm-hmm. We say, okay, I know who I serve and what I do for them. But the reality is that maybe your client is looking for um, coaching in sales, right? But right. they don't call it sales. They think that they don't know how to market organically. Yeah. Right. Right. So if you talk to your customers and you know what they want, then even though you're teaching them to sell, you are teaching them how to market organically and bring people and invite people to work with them. So that's one of the things that happens a lot that people don't um, evaluate what worked, what didn't work Um, in my week. 
I've allocated time to not only plan out my week and look at, okay, what, what, do, what do I have going on this week and kind of figuring it out so that I know, um, and I'm very intentional with what the things that I need to get done at the end of the week, I go and evaluate the same thing with any time that you do something. Um, maybe you made a social, I made a social media post the other day and I thought it was fabulous. Nobody commented, nobody liked it. And I thought, wow, what is wrong with this? Well, one of the biggest reasons is, are you posting in the right time? Are you sharing content that people resonate with? Am I engaging with other accounts? Because by the way, if I am not being social in social media, the social media platforms, don't show your stuff to people. Nope. It's just a piece of paper that you wrote. (laughs) Absolutely. So it's very important to evaluate what you've done what has worked, what hasn't worked and go from there. Absolutely. I love that. Um, So do you feel that part of moving through failure too could be part of, you know, really being passionate because I have found people are so quick to give up on the failure because their passion was more about money and making that big money instead of what they're actually serving to their clients. Mm-hmm. How do you create that passion for your clients to continue to move on? Or how do you, you know, get them to know what that yeah, is? <laughs> you know, I think that um, for many of us, we begin to launch a business because we are very um, happy uh, about a result that we got. And we know that we're really good and we're looking for freedom. We're looking for financial freedom, time, freedom, but many Mm -hmm. people, when they, when they end up failing at doing the thing that they love, or it becomes a tedious task, then they lose their passion. They're lose their focus. So it's important to create excitement in, and really look at what, and give yourself credit for the things that are going Mm -hmm. right. There is a book by Dan Sullivan, Sullivan in Benjamin Harding, and it's called The Gap and the Gain. And this is Ooh, one of the yeah. books that I encourage my clients to read. I, I typically send it to them as a gift when they work with me. Um, the book talks about how when we focus on the gap, our first instinct is going to be to be, oh my God, I have so much more to go. Oh, I'll never get there. And you feel like it's never going to happen. Whereas if we focus on the gain and we say, hey, I started here and look Mm. at how far I've come. Maybe I started in point one and I'm at 1.5, but let's celebrate that win because I moved movement. I made a movement forward. What happens is when you say I'm at 1.5 and I need to be at 10 and you're focusing in that gap, then you're going to this, this is the pattern, right? You're like, Oh, I'll never do it. And then you distract yourself or you go chasing the new thing. Like, Oh, you okay. Maybe I should do this instead. Right. And that will get me to 10. And then you, you didn't give yourself enough time. And you didn't give yourself credit that you had moved forward. And the more that you consistently do little tiny steps forward, you're going to get to 10 and you're going to do it consistently. You're not going to do it if you give up on moving forward, because now you're going to start something else. 
Right. Yeah. And a lot of times people are expecting these get rich quick things of 100K in 90 days, no matter where you're at in your business. Absolutely. What a lot of people don't understand is most of those people have a business background Mm -hmm. and it's almost like training for the Olympics. You don't go straight from the gym into an Olympic setting. You have to train and that's years of training. Absolutely. It doesn't have to take years if you're you know, continuously moving forward. But I think a lot of people, it's almost like having to put yourself through college mm-hmm. in order to learn certain things. Absolutely. I, I love everything about this conversation and how, what, what, how, in what way can our listeners um, connect with you and work with you? Um, sure. And also, um, for the listeners, please comment below so Julie can interact with you. Um, if you have questions for her, do so. Please ask, um, and that way she can reach out and connect with you. You know, Amy, um, the best way to connect with me is you can go to my website, and that is goconfidentlycoaching.com. And okay. if you go to goconfidentlycoaching.com, you can do forward slash quick links and you can download some of my best stuff. If you're looking to build habits, um, I have a habit. I'm a tiny habit certified coach, so I can teach you tiny habits and it's, I teach it to you in a week and it takes three minutes a day and it's free and you're able to then build a, a, um, momentum and the evidence that you're doing it. I also have a list of the, my best resources to run my business. I have a mini course mm-hmm. that, that is free that people can download. So go to goconfidentlycoaching.com forward slash quick links or check out the website. And there's a lot of different resources there. My podcast is Casa de Confidence. And you can find me in most um, platforms online, most social medias, except X or Twitter or whatever it is. I'm not on that, but you can find me on anything. And I'm Julie DeLuca Collins on all of the platforms. Awesome. Yes. And we'll have Julie's, um, all her links in the description of this podcast. So make sure you go follow her and connect with her. You will not regret it. Thank you so much, Julie, for coming on and talking about some of this is so important as, you know, somebody who has started out and has been in it for a couple of years and are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, <gasps> Thank it, you. That's the main reason for this podcast is to mm-hmm. debunk some of what's out there so you can, yeah. you know, get out there and I say dance with everybody, but it's really about (laughs) taking action, you know, with everybody. Um, so I appreciate you. So good. (laughs) Thank you. You're, you're doing great work. Um, I think that the more that we talk about and debunk things that are out there, the more that we can uh, find success. And by the way, we are here to support each other. You go farther together than alone. So leverage um, this podcast, listen to other episodes and uh, make sure you share it with your friends as well, because all of us need a little something that somebody else has. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you, Amy. um, Stay tuned for next week on Shut Up and Dance, and I'll talk to you soon.